Okay, so let's start. We're up to the Gemara on the bottom of Kuv Zayin Amid Beis. The first Amid is not very difficult. It's a lot. Kuv Ches, the second Amid is, is, is I, I, a little bit tricky, but we'll, we'll, we'll do our best. If we understand the Mishnah well on the bottom of Kuv Ches, we'll be fine. So let's start the Gemara. After a woman does Mia, they would give her a, a bill of receipt, just to saying that, that it took place. Um, so, Mia is a woman who's under 12, who gets married off by her brothers or her mother. As long as she tells somebody she wants out, the marriage is, is annulled. Now, they would give her a bill. Not a bill as in like a, but a receipt, just to say that it took place. So the Gemara says, Masis and Tana, Brishayna, originally, Hayukais and get me, and this is what they would write. They, they would write, this this woman, Lairina Bay, Lightsavina Bay, Bless Anaboy, Lainsabile. I don't desire him, I don't want to be with him, I don't want to stay with him, I don't want to marry him. That was the Lashon, which is an accurate Lashon of what Mian is. But, keeping the Chazid and Nafish Dibura, no, get is actually much more important. I know, but why don't they just say, I, I, want, to be, I want to be divorced? What do you need all these different. It depends, but you're right, that would work. But the problem is, if you're right, I'm not interested in being with him anymore, that actually is not valid for a get. Because that's what she said. Miyun, it's it's actually trying to depict what the proper Lushan of Mian is, which you would be helpful probably if someone wants to know what Mian is. You'd look at this Lushan and you'd say, oh, that's what I have to say. The problem with it was, keeping the Chazid because there were so many words, Amri, go to the next page, Begita. People that were not learned were writing Gitin with the same Lashen. The problem is, this is not a valid Lashen for a get. Because saying, I'm not interested in being with him, is not a get. Maybe you're not interested in being on vacation. When it comes to Gitin, you need to specifically, this Lashinus. It looks like she's carrying around a get. Well, no, no, no. The issue was, no, no, no. She would have a document that would record that the meeting took place. In that document, it would say, she said, I'm not interested in being with him. I'm not interested in marrying him anymore. The problem with that was, that's a perfect Lushan for me, and that is not an appropriate Lushan for a get. People that were not ignorant, Rabbanim and Seifrim, who were not very learned and were asked to write a get, they would say, well, I don't know what to write. So they would ask someone, hey, do you have anything? They're like, I have a Mion document. And they would write that down as the Lushan of a get, which is not a valid Lushan for a get. So the Gemara says, because of that, to Kinu Hachi, they changed, they changed the institution and they started deciding that this is the Lushan for Mion. They would just say, In front of us, on a certain day, this woman to perform Mion. That's it. They didn't use any lashayness anymore because while it was an accurate depiction of me and it was not an accurate depiction of a get and it was getting confused. Tan Rabbanon, Ezehu Mian, what is Mian? So Amra, if she says the following, Yevshi Bepleni Baili, I can't stand my husband. I can't stand the Yevshi Bepleni Baili, I can't stand my husband. Yevshi Bekedushin Shekdanishi Imi Vahi, I can't stand the Kedushin that my mother and my brothers made for me. Yes, sir, Alkane. A bit more than that. Amr Avihuda. Afilu Yeshevis Papirion, Vailechas Mevesa via Labes Baila, Vamri Yashi Viploini Baili Zeumian, an Adachidish. They used to carry them on the way to the Chasana, like with a canopy, like, a, like old school, you know, with the Zach on the shoulders. So let's say she's being carried to the wedding. And when she's in the canopy, she says, I'm not interested in marrying him. That's Mian. What's the Chidish? So Rashi says the Chidish is. If, if she wasn't interested, wouldn't she get off the canopy? Right? You'd think she'd get off the canopy. So maybe you should look at it, this is just nerves. No, Kamash Balan, if she says that Lashen, it's an out. Even if she still stays on the canopy, if she says the Lashen, I'm out, it's an out. Right, but, and, and, if she, and if she goes forward with it, is that... Is that um... That's a remarriage. But the, the marriage is annulled from the moment she says it, it's over. I guess so. She'd have to redo Kedushin, Mustam. Yes, okay, in a bigger Kedush. She has guests at the house, and she's serving them drinks. And she says, I can't stand my husband. Just like privately, she's, oh, I hate my husband. That's it. That's out. Now, the Kedush Rashi says that there's no Bezdin there. It's just two people. There's no Bezdin. Hey, Gavin. <laughs> so there's, there's no there's no there's no Bezdin. It's still a valid meal. Okay. Um by the way, I checked it up afterwards. Yasser Al Kane, 
And Even if he sent his wife to the supermarket, and while she's at the supermarket, she tells the cashier, I can't stay my husband. What's the Chiddush? There's no even Eidus. Meaning it's just in front of one person, that's also a valid Mian. So that, by the way, the Mepharshim do talk about, I thought you do need a Bezdin, I thought you need Eidus. It's a Shailah and the Rishayinim. But... The point is, by the way, and it makes a lot of sense, the purpose of Mian is to help her, is to protect her. And a lot of times, to protect her from bad men. That's what it was. It was to protect her from bad men. It's not to protect her from an unhealthy marriage or just like, oh, she's not in love. I, they never had love at all, I think, in any relationship. Outside of, honestly, like throughout, throughout Shas, outside of like Rav Akiva and his wife, you find almost no reference to like how many years were they apart? <laughs> yeah, oh, twenty-four. But before the no, but the point is, you find no almost no reference to like romance and happiness. I think it was just uh, Mitzias. Uh, Marisha Shiva used to say that he used to say that 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 love was created by Disney, as he said in Europe there was no such thing. It's just like whatever. You just say, I'm a farmer, you're a farmer. Let's let's get married. But you have to understand they're protecting these little girls from like from from danger, and a lot of times they're not going to feel comfortable getting a bezdin together. So if they just go over to their friends and say, I, I, I can't stand my husband, that's it. She's out. That's it. Marriage is over. The Gemara continues. Amr of Yehud, Amr Shmuel, Halacha, Rav Hanina ben Atigis. The Halacha follows Rav Hanina ben Atigis, that if she's under the age that she can't take care of her, her items, it's not a marriage at all. She doesn't even need me in. Okay. Tana, Kitana Shaloi Mina. Meaning you marry off a four-year-old, it's not a kid, it's nothing. You don't even need me and it's it was never valid even rabbinically. So he said it's the age where you could she's mature enough to like protect valuable items. I don't know, seven, six, I don't know, whatever. You have to know the age, I guess it depends on the girl. Um but now the Gemara has a new concept, which is Kitana Shaloi Mian of Amda Vinisis, Mishavihud Mesera Manusiao Hey Hey Minu Meuneha. And that is, you don't actually have to say anything to do me in. Actions also speak, uh, are, are pretty significant. Let's say a girl is married to someone and she's under 12. And then she has a, a boyfriend from uh, middle school. Ugh. She has a boyfriend and the boyfriend's like, let's get married. Now she's married already to someone else. And he's, she's like, yeah, let's do it. That's me in. Because that's, meaning you... It's a non-verbal mean. You don't actually have to say you're not interested in being... If you accept Kedushin from someone else, that's pretty much your way of saying, I'm out with the first husband. So she could actually leave the first husband without actual mean, with a non-verbal mean, by just accepting marriage from someone else. That's her way of doing mean. That's her vidim b'beseris chiddush. If she marries someone else, that's, that's mean. That's, 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 a, that's a non-verbal mean. That's that's Rabbi Yehuda Ben Chiddush. Now the Gemara has a couple questions. First of all, by the way, is this only if she marries someone else? What if she's makabel kedushin from someone else? Does that is that a mean? Tashima ketanah shleimin of amda v'neskadsha. Rabbi Yehuda Ben said yes, kedushin also. If a woman accepts kedushin from someone else, that itself is a mean to the first husband. Okay, here's the kasha. Iboilu pligi rabban aladar Rabbi Yehuda Ben Did the rabban argue? Is this universally accepted or is this a machlekes? Imtim silamet pligi be kedushin I feel benesuin. If they do argue, do they agree if she does nesuin with the second guy or do they argue by both kedushin and nesuin? Imtim silamet pligi I feel benesuin halacha kemaisan halacha kemaisan. And if they do argue, who does the halacha follow? Imtim silamet halacha kemaisan benesuin I feel benesuin. And if the halacha follows one, when does it follow that person? Is it by kedushin or by nesuin? So that's the gemara's kasha. So basically, what's going on here? So tashema. Both by Kedushin and Nesuin, that if a woman does Kedushin or Nesuin to someone else, that itself is Mion. And Halacha Mechlal de Pligi. And anytime there's a Halacha, it means that there's an argument as well. So there is a Machlaikis of the Mesera in the Rabbanon in all scenarios, and the Halacha follows Ravidim Mesera. That a non verbal Mion, a non verbal Mion is acceptable. Now the Gemara has one last question. One last question. Right now we're saying that a non-verbal mian is acceptable. The question is, is it only acceptable if her first husband, she only had kedushin to her first husband? 
or, or even if she had nisuin to her first husband, right? I, forget about the second part. Let's say the second one, she has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend gives her a ring, and she's mekabalist. We said, oh, it's a mian, to the first husband, because that's a nonverbal, you know, that's her way of rejecting the first husband. The question is, does that work even if she had nisuin with the first husband or only if she had kedushin with the first husband? Maybe if she just had kedushin, so their bond is not really strong anyway, a nonverbal mean works. Or no, nonverbal mean works in all scenarios. So the Gemara has an example of a nonverbal mean. It's not exactly nonverbal. It's a, okay, nonverbal mean so far right now is just she's makabal kedushin from someone else. She marries someone else. They're like, I thought we were married. I guess not, right? That's, that's a nonverbal mean. The Gemara has a slightly different case of a nonverbal mean. If you remember a couple dafim ago, we had a gadita. It's hard to forget because we haven't had a gadita in a while. This is uh, Kufhei, so this is uh, two days ago. That Avdon disrespected Rabbi Shmuel Bar And the Gemara says that part of the curses was Avdon's two daughter-in-laws rejected his sons. So the Gemara gives the story behind this. The Gemara says, Tashimah, the Kalsei da Avdon Imrid. It's very interesting. No, it just happens to be the name Avdan, and it's it's a it's a it's a reference to that story that we had a couple of days ago. So the Gemara says Avdan's two daughter-in-laws, um, Imrid. By the way, Imrid, it's so funny. I, I I have such a 2022 vision of what what happened. They refused to live with their husbands. That's Merida. It's a big problem. I mean, I I don't want to say what probably happened. Maybe they were frightened. And they didn't like they didn't like their husbands. Let's go with that. Avdan's sons were not acceptable for them, so they refused to be intimate with them. So the Rabbanim went to try to talk to them to see what's going on. Marriage counseling. Let's hope. Again, I <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't say these were tzaddikim, but like I don't know what's going on. So the Gemara says so they send shagar Rabbanim. So they send two Rabbanim lemivdekate to go talk to the wives. So these two sisters are in the house. They both refuse to be with... They both married... I don't know if the two sisters. Two sister-in-laws. Avdan has two sons. Rach and Leah is the wives. Rach and Leah both together say, well, we're not, we're not staying with these guys anymore. Now, they never actually said a Lashon of Mian. They never said anything. They just refused intimacy. The Rabbonim sent two Rabbonim to check it out. Bearded men. So the Gemara says, Amr Luhu, so while they're in the house, the neighbors who know that they are probably afraid of their husbands, the neighbors yell, your husbands are coming. Which also shows you that like, <laughs> they didn't even know what they looked like. I don't know what was going on. This is a, this is a, this is a, a, messed, a messed up show. So the neighbors see two bearded men coming and they say, your husbands are coming, hide. So they said to them, Amr Luhu, Nahavi you could keep them. That's what the two women said, because they thought their husbands were coming, and they said, your husbands are coming, so they said to the neighbors, you can keep them, they could be your husbands. Now, the Gemara perceived that as a non-verbal, non-verbal mean, because while it was verbal, it was not actually about the husbands, it was about two random men who might have looked like the husbands. So the Gemara perceives this as an, a non-verbal mean. Because they said to the neighbors, what's the mean? They said to the neighbors, you should take them. Now, those men were rabbis who were not their husbands. But it's clearly implied from that that they're not interested, which is a nonverbal mean. It's an implication. So you see, a nonverbal mean works. So we're trying to figure out does a nonverbal mean work if after Nisuin or only after Kedushin? So the Gemara says, Rebbe, so Rebbe, who was Avdon's Gabbai, Avdon was Rebbe's Gabbai. So Rebbe said, that's mean. So my love to have a nesiva is it not referring to the case where they were already had nesuin, and you see a nonverbal mean works after a nesuin. The answer is loy to have mikadsha kedusha. The answer is no, they just had kedusha. Okay, v'halacha. What's the halacha? We do b'seira. Feel b'nesuin kama, and the halacha follows Rabbi Dimon b'seira that a nonverbal mean works, whether it's kedusha nesuin after kedusha after nesuin, it works in all scenarios. Which, by the way, makes a lot of sense. The whole purpose of mean is to protect these women, and therefore, why do they have to say something? It's not. It doesn't. It's not like saying anything matters anyway. This is not a valid get. The whole purpose of mean is just under. Like mean is just getting her mindset. If she could be telepathic and tell you what she's thinking, that'll also work. It's not. There's no deraisa. There's no speaking. It's not necessary. It's all just to protect these girls. So nonverbal mean works also. Makes sense. 
It also means their husbands were not young. Or they sent very young shluchim. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no power to that Kedushin. The original Kedushin. It's nothing. It's all rabbinic. It's all rabbinic. It's all rabbinic. Yeah. It shows you that it's not even a rabbinic Kedushin. It's like the rabbis did not want you to have znus. Like they rabbinically looked at this marriage as something, but it's not like actual marriage. We're going to see actually an opinion. The Gemara over here is Rav Lozer. Rav sheet is like this. Rav sheet is that even though you do, you marry a girl who's under 12, you need Mian to end the marriage. Rav says you're not actually married. Meaning, if you're a Kayan, she cannot eat Truma. If she's a Bas Kayan, she could continue eating Truma. We look at it as a boyfriend-girlfriend, nothing more. It's just a boyfriend-girlfriend that you need Mian for. You can't be made for her Nadarim. You don't have rights to her properties. Nothing, Rav No. Ravalozer looks at it as it's not anything, so it's nothing, it's a garnish. You just have to have me in for whatever reason. So she has a relationship with some other person. Not Ish. Why not just a blanket ban then? What are they trying to keep alive here? Why why not just say what do you mean? no no condition, anything under twelve? Ravalozer? According to Ravalozer, it's actually it's 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 really borderline that. Like according to Ravalozer, that's really what it is. You're not why married not at all. Yet? Why is it not coming? Because Ravalozer just feels, as we're going to see in a moment, he, that's how he feels. He feels it's, it, nothing is valid under 12. It's not really a marriage at all, so what do you need me in for? It, because you, you need something to end this. <laughs> you need something to end this. It's like Hazal felt that you, you've been married to this woman for three years. Right? You got married at eight. You had a good run for three years, and then the marriage ended. Listen, it wasn't meant to be. It was a Hollywood marriage that didn't last. He feels you have to do something to end it. I mean, the truth is, the Gemara is going to ask this. According to Velazar, what do you need me in for? It's nothing. So the Gemara actually says this. Amr of Yehuda Mishmuel, Chazrani Akot Stadi Chacham, Rav Yehuda Mishmuel says, I followed all the Shittas, I looked into all the Shittas. I never found anyone as consistent in their views as Rav Velazar. She'asa Rav Velazar, Kimetaylemis, Imai Bechatzer. Ve'imedis Bechaykoi, Ve'tevelis, Echel Betrumel Erev. Rav Velazar looks at it as a boyfriend, girlfriend walking down the street. That's it. After they live together, she can go to the mikvah, go home, and eat truma. Meaning, if she's a Baskayan and he's a Yisrael, and they're married, it's not a marriage. It's a boyfriend-girlfriend walking down the street. It's just rabbinically allowed for them to be together. That's how he looks at it. It's not a marriage at all. That's over Lazar Shita. Maybe they felt because they, 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 they knew that it would lead to after 12, if they stay together, then it's a biblical marriage. And Maybe they wanted to incentivize that. I don't know, but, but according to Velazza, it's not a marriage. It's 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 a guy and a girl walking in the street. It's just rabbinically allowed. <laughs> it's, right, so it's a strange thing, but that's how Velazza looks at it. It's, so it does. It literally sounds like you're taking eighth, uh, seventh graders or whatever. And By the way, the guys are also. I want to for, for all these contexts in my head, the guys are age appropriate. <laughs> just that I could sleep at night. The guys are age appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Not weird. But yeah, it, it's, it's Chazal, Chazal felt that this is, it'll lead to a proper marriage, so we're going to allow it. But it's not a marriage at all. Nothing. And the Gemara is going to speak it out. None of the, the laws of Nisuin actually apply to them. So which means, in this case, then, uh, uh, she, uh, after she, 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 uh, when she gets older, she can remarry this guy. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you're stumbling on the next Mishnah. What, what if what if she does me in and then marries someone else? She can go back to that first husband because they were never married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the fun part of the next Mishnah. I have the board ready if I need. Tanya Ravalozer Oimer. Ain my Sekatana Klum. Ravalozer speaks it out. It's it's not a marriage at all. The husband does not have rights to anything she finds, any of her properties. He can't be made for Nadarim. He doesn't have Yerusha. If he's a kind, he can't go to her funeral. This is the rule. They're not married at all. But Chazal wanted that instead of them saying we're broken up, you have to officially say Mian. But Mian doesn't actually... Like, Mian is not a get. There was nothing there. It's just Chazal wanted that to officially end it. Officially end the, the relationship in front of people by saying, we're done. Unless I'm misreading this, it feels as though this was sanctioned by the Chacham. It is. 
What's interesting is that according to this, Mi'un is not really to protect her anymore. According to Avalazar, Mi'un is not to protect I always look at Mi'un to protect the women. According to Avalazar, it's not. They're not married anyway. <laughs> it's just, Mi'un just, Mi'un's just a way to end this. He can give her a get or she can do Mi'un. As long as they both, it's like a boyfriend and girlfriend, they both can break it up. It, it, it was. It was a valid rabbinic. Maybe I said maybe, a thousand years, but maybe my point is maybe maybe it was to lead to a proper marriage. When did it change? Did we stop doing this? When the government started arresting people, probably. I don't know. You'd get arrested for this stuff, or maybe I have no idea. Well, well, uh, well uh, before, I mean, before Mount Tyre, I have no idea what was going on there. Um, I don't know. But that's Revelosa's take. Revelosa feels that then... At that point, though, yeah, right? also, also not, you know. Was mature. Okay, so then say that. If they're mature... No, I, I have no idea. But that, again, that, that's Revelosa's take. Rav Yishua disagrees. Rav Yishua says no. It's a rabbinic marriage. And the mean is a get. He looks at it, I think, the way we all look at it is they're fully married rabbinically. He could be made matanidarim. He could go. He, they're fully rabbinically married. Just the miyun is the rabbinic get. The Gemara says, Rav Yeshua Oimer, They're married for everything. There's no difference between them and an adult get married. The only difference is how does the marriage end? You have a get, we have miyun. That's it. So says the Gemara, I'm a Rebbe, near to Rebbe Lazar, near to Rebbe Yeshua. Rebbe says, I follow Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Yeshua. Why? Shrev Lezer, Hishvami Daisa, Biktan, Rebbe Yeshua Chalak. Rebbe Lazar is more consistent, Rebbe Yeshua is more inconsistent. What's so inconsistent about Rebbe Yeshua? My Chalak, Yishet Tiboy Get. He says, you know what's inconsistent about you? According to Rebbe Yeshua, you're saying they're fully married rabbinically, so why no Get? So that's, the Gemara says, okay, so why is Rebbe Lazar better? If they're not married at all, what's the mean for so the Gemara says, Ravazanami, Lavishta, Himianami, Lighty Boy. The Gemara says, okay, why is Ravalaza better? If they're not married at all, it's just a boyfriend girlfriend, then why can't they break up like boyfriend girlfriend? What do you need me in for? The answer is, Bechdei Tipik, Ravalaza responds, you want them to end with nothing. They need something to officially end this relationship. This could be a, a, an Instagram post saying we're done, or it could be this. So this is the me, and that, that's the official way to end it. It's an interesting perspective. Now, before we get to the Mishnah, Rav Lozer ben Yaakov said a cryptic line, and that is, if the ikov is because of the man, it's a marriage. If the ikov is because of the woman, it's not a marriage. Now, we, we don't know what he's referring to. So the Gemara says, what, exactly, so what, what are we referring to? Hechidami ikva shimen ish, ikva sheinu min isha. The Gemara says, you know what the case is? I'll go with Rashi's Pshat, not Tyson. Rashi's Pshat is, we said before that a non-verbal miyun is acceptable. One of the forms of a non-verbal miyun is if a woman accepts marriage from another, another marriage proposal, that itself is miyun. So if she's married to this guy and then someone else comes over and says, hey, will you marry me? And she says, yes, then that's a miyun to the first guy. Rav Lozer is saying, who's this Rav Lozer ben Yaakov? Rav Lozer ben Yaakov says, let's say they offer her her hand in marriage when she's already married to this guy, and she says, I'm sorry, I can't. Is it a mean or not? So Rav Lozer ben Yaakov says, it depends. If she says, I can't, I'm already married, so the ikuv is because of the man, then it's not a mean. She's recognizing she has a husband. But if she says, I'm not marrying you, you're gross, then... That itself is me, and because that's her way of saying, my ikov is not, I, I mean, I'd marry someone else. I'm not marrying you because you're gross. That itself is a me into the first husband because that ikov is coming from her. Meaning it's clear from her response, she's not worried about her first husband at all. She, she's just saying, I'm not going to choose you because you're not better than the first guy. So it, it depends on her response. That, that's, that's, that's the first interpretation of what Ozebaniakov means. It just depends on what her response is when she's proposed to. Tysus has a different shot. Tysus says, um, uh, says, then this is really much connected to the verbal, uh, nonverbal meon. Um, so Rav Elizabeth Yaakov, according to Tysus, is having a different shot in this. We said you only need meon if her mother or her brothers marry her off without, with her consent. If it's without her consent, 
it's not a valid marriage. So according to this, what if she didn't know about it and then they tell her about it? So then how her response will tell you whether it's a valid marriage. That's Taisa's a different shot. Okay, that's the first mahalach and what Rav Lezbanyakim means. Another mahalach, what it means is, ikov mitzah the husband or ikov mitzah the wife, you know what it means? It means she's married at 11 and she ends the marriage. How could the marriage end? Neon or a get. By the way, if the guy doesn't like her and gives her a get, that the, the marriage is over too, right? Mian, it just means that she has power, but he also has power. He could also end it. What? Yeah. Rabbinically, rabbinic marriage, rabbinic get, yeah. Now, what's the difference between whether she gets, she did Mian or he gives a get? Are they allowed to marry relatives of each other? Right? If you divorce a woman, you can't marry her sister. Right? You can't marry her mother. Right? Rabbinically, you're not allowed to marry her family once you marry her. If she does a Mian, they can marry each other's siblings because the marriage was erased. If he gives her a get, now nah, that's the Gemara. When the Gemara, when the Mishnah makes a reference to ikav mitzah the husband, ikav mitzah the wife, it means ikav mitzah the husband is get, ikav mitzah the wife is mian, and the halachic ramifications of marrying the relatives. The Gemara says, get. If he gives her a get, and that's how the marriage ends. She's and she's a she's a gerusha. And then Allah marry each other's relatives. Me and a boy, but if instead of getting a get, she does meun, then the marriage is, is, is annulled retroactively. There's no Nisuin, there's no apostle get, there's no apostle kahuna, they can marry each other's relatives. Okay, so that's what the Mishnah means. Now the problem is, that's literally the first three lines of the next Mishnah. So you tell me the last Mishnah is referen- is saying this cryptic line, and we're interpreting it, it's mamish the next three lines of the next Mishnah, as we'll see in a moment. So the Gemara says, So isn't, why, why would the end of the Mishnah lead in? The answer is Purushik Mepharish. The answer is, is that the flow is actually very nice. The Mishnah says something cryptic, and then the next Mishnah is like, what did I mean? This is what I meant. And then the next Mishnah explains the last line of the previous Mishnah. Let's start the next Mishnah. Now we're going to get to the part that's a little bit more tricky. It's not hard if you understand one thing. <laughs> okay, let's get the cases down well. If we get the cases down, we'll be fine. <coughs> I say this considering I tried to understand the case a couple times, and then during davening I quickly grabbed uh, uh, Kahati, and I'm like, ah, uh, I get it. I think I get it. Let, let's get the cases down. Mishnah starts off, the beginning is easy. Hamamenis, if a woman does mian, hu mutter bekreve seha, v'imuteris bekrevav, they're allowed to marry each other's relatives because they're not divorced. V'leipasam in kahuna, there's no psal kahuna. Nasan laget, but if instead of mian, he gave her a get, then hu asa bekreve seha, hi asu bekrevav, pasam kahuna. Okay, so far so good. Here's the case. They were married, and I, I'll write it down on the board if, if needed. They're married, he gives her a get. They remarry. All under 12. Because they're both kids, and they're both stupid. So they get married. He gives her a get. And then a week later, they say, oh, I love you. Uh, they get married again. Then Mion. The question is, does the Mion undo everything, or just the second time they were together? Meaning, were they officially married? I'll tell you why it's relevant. After that Mion... From the second time from the first guy, she married someone else, then got divorced. She's had a life, this one. Can he, she go back to the first husband, right? Master Grushaso means that when you marry, get divorced, marry someone else, get divorced, you can't go back to the first husband. Can she go back to the first husband? Yes. So, what, what, well, wait a minute. Divorced, then Miyun. But she's on the, but she's on the 12. Yeah, so? She can go back to her. Why? Oh, first, again, Avram and Sarah marry, get a divorce. Get, divorce means get. Get. Remarry a week later, Mion. Then, so now they're, they're both single. Sarah marries Yitzchak, divorced. Can she go back to Avram? Meaning, does the Mion wipe out just the second time they were together? but they were officially divorced once, so they were divorced, she married someone else, she can't go back. Or does the Mian erase 
everything in the history. So I tell you, the reason why I actually think it should erase everything in history, and this is actually relevant, Rashi explains, is because the way Mion works is that we treat her now as a child. Meaning, if you perceive Mion as us looking at her, that she's not old enough to handle any of this. If that's how you look at Mian, that it undoes everything she's done. Then we look at Mian as, Mian is sort of like a Giloi Milsa, it's a revelation, that she's not able to handle any of this. Therefore, the Gittin were not Gittin, the marriages are not marriages. I'm sorry? If that's the case, here's an interesting question. Can she then marry a co? Can she then marry a Kohen? Correct, it's the same Shiloh. Yes, I, I would say that if you believe that erases everything, she could. Yes. Divorce me and marry someone else. Divorce him, go back to the first one, has a kid. What's the status of It's Mamzer? No. Not Mamzer, um, but it would be Tully in the Shiloh. Yeah. Is it Mamzer Grishasso? Is it not? Yeah, it's Tully in the Shiloh. And that's what the commission is going to be dealing with. So again, married, married, divorce, remarried, Mion. Then marry someone else, divorces, can she go back? Does the Mion just erase the second time they were together or everything in their why past? Did get, uh, why did we get to begin with? Because he was upset. It was the husband's decision. Like, Mion is like her... Yeah, he was upset. He gave her a gut. Yeah. They're not thinking this through. So, so no. yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of thought process. <laughs> so, the Gemara said, so let's see this inside. Nasan Laget, they're married, then they give a divorce. They have and then they get back together. And then Mion, and then they, she does Mion. Then she marries someone else. And then the second one either die, widows or divorced from the second one. Can she go back to the first husband? She's allowed to because the Mion erased everything in the past. Which makes sense. If you understand what Mion is doing, it makes sense that they would do this. Mion doesn't just say, I want to undo this relationship. Mion means this girl is not old enough to handle this. Therefore, everything that she's done till now, erased. By the way, According to this rationale, okay, I'll get it in a second. But let's say it's the opposite order. Mia and Abai, she marries same Avram and, Yitz, Avram and Sarah. They, but instead of divorce first, then Mian, it's Mian, then divorce, then divorce from someone else. She can't go back. Because the Mian only erases from, from what happened before. But she did Mian, then got divorced, then married someone else, got divorced. She can't go back. So, she, so, she, so she's ushered to the second. To the f- Second, the first she's not also right. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm getting confused. Yeah. This, this, this part you just talked about. Very simple. Hold on, because it's important. Avram and Sarah. Okay, let's start. They, the first time they got married was divorce. Then got together again, and it ended with Mian. Then Sarah went to Yitzchak, got married, and then divorced. So the halacha is because, so Sarah can now go back to Avram. The reason being is because this Mian erases everything. So they were never an item. So it's just a woman who got married and divorced. But if the opposite order, right, if it's, if it's Mian and then divorce, Mian wipes away everything. So Mian wipes away this, but it doesn't wipe away what happened after that. So then she's just divorced from Avram, divorced from Yitzhak, so she can't go back to Avram. Because again, and, and, and the reason why Mian works, and this is, the, this is the interesting point, and this is going to be dealing with the rest of the Ahmed. I have to go a little bit over time. I'll, I'll do my best to, to, to make it within time. Um, here's the Shaila. The Shaila is, if Mian erases everything, then shouldn't it, it should also erase previous relationships also. Meaning, let's say, she marries... Avram gets divorced, then marries Yitzchak gets divorced, then like then does Mian then, it should erase everything. If you think about it, because if the way Mian is working, it doesn't just erase that relationship, it makes it that she was never old enough to handle any of this. Then everything she did before the Mian is gone. So a Mian is like like an etch-a-sketch of everything. It should work from multiple relationships. The problem is that's not going to be what the mission is going to say right now. And we're so protective of of a get, yeah. The optics of it. So, are people going to say, "Look, yeah. get doesn't really work"? When no hashash over there that we're concerned. The, uh, 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 not really. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I, it's a good point. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a good point. We're not actually concerned about that. So it's a valid point. Uh, the Gemara says like this. Let, let's go weiter. 
The basic rule is with Avram and Sarah is which one came first. If the Mian came first, then she can't go back. If the divorce came first, then she could go back. Now here's the last case. Because again, Mian just erases everything. Yeah, probably. It's like a hat, like I'm not gonna say which school, but like it would be the type of thing that if I would teach this in a certain modern Orthodox school, I'd be getting shy. It's like, oh, we did me, and okay, great. So Gemara says like this: Hamamenes beish benisis laacher vegirsha laacher umiyan aboy laacher vegirsha. Okay, a very simple case. This is just a weird. Okay. He misses writing on the bulletin school page. I know, I know. Okay. Sarah marries Avram and it ends with it ends with Mian. Then she goes on to Yitzchak. But that ends with a divorce. <laughs> then I'm gonna run out of so she's got, it's got me and divorce, me and divorce, me and. So the halacha is, who could she go back? So the halacha is, she could go back to the people that she did me in because that erased that relationship. But she cannot marry Yitzchak or Shimon ever because they're divorced and she married someone else. So that's Masa Grushasa. Right, but it oh, makes everything oh, so wait, I thought she should be allowed to marry everybody because yeah. once she did me in on Levi, it should erase, boom. That's the Gemara's point. I hopped it during davening. I'm like, oh, that's the that's the point. Meaning, if Mian erases everything before, then right. it should be. I don't care what she did, as long as she ends with a Mian, everything's fine. Right. That that's that's the Gemara's. Okay, so the Mishnah says, So Mian then get, then Mian then get. This is the rule. If you ended with get, and all those men that I just erased, if your marriage ended with a get, also last way, you can't go back. Because it's Me and you could. And, and this is not, this is a contradiction. Because the first part of the mission implied that me is an etch-a-sketch entirely, but over here it's not. It's just an etch-a-sketch of that relationship. It's not erasing everything. And that's the Gemara's Kasha. The Gemara says, Alma Wait, Mian erases everything. It even erases a get or mini. And, and Lachora, that should apply from one relationship to the other. Or mini, I don't understand. The end of the Mishnah said, So what's going on from one half of the Mishnah to the other? It's a contradiction. Correct. And now we're saying, no, 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 Mian just destroys that relationship. It doesn't destroy everything in her past. But again, it should, by the way. Mian should. If you understand what Mian is doing, Mian is saying she's not old enough to handle stuff. So that's not just, doesn't bring just that relationship. It brings all of her relationships into question. So the, we have a contradiction in the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, you know what the answer is? Tavra, Misha, Shanazu, Shanazu. The Mishnah is not authored by the same people. Meaning... It is a contradiction. The first half of the Mishnah and the second half of the Mishnah do not work well together. Okay. The Gemara has one answer, though. That's a strange answer. Yeah, but it's not great. But you got no choice. The Gemara says, I actually have another answer. And that is, Amarava, umay kusha, dilma miyindi dey mevatel geti dey. Miyindi chavri loy mevatel geti dey. The Gemara says, well, why is it a contradiction? Maybe, maybe a miyun just erases that relationship. And therefore, the beginning of the Mishnah, it erased everything that happened, which includes a get, but it's not going to erase other relationships. Meaning, in the case of Sarah marries Avram, right? And then, it, it, they, they uh, I don't know, they do divorce, they do a get, and then they remarry, and then they do a miyun. So the miyun will erase everything. But, if Avram and then Yitzchak and then Yaakov, it, it won't. It won't go from relation. Maybe that's consistent. Maybe that makes sense. Meaning, maybe a mian erases everything within one person. It just doesn't go from relationship to relationship. Now, why would that be? That doesn't. What's the logic behind it? I'll tell you the logic. Logically, <laughs> mian should either erase everything or not erase everything. But now we're saying no, no, no. It erases everything within one person, but it won't erase. Meaning. A mian, when Avram does me into Sarah, it erases everything that ever happened with these guys. But 
if Avram divorced her, then she married Yitzchak, and Yitzchak did Mian, and then she married Yaakov, and Yaakov divorced her, and then she married Shimon, and Shimon did Mian. Shimon's Mian will not erase everything in the past. What's the difference? I'll tell you why. The Gemara speaks it out. I'll, I'll read it and I'll explain. The Gemara says, um, I'll tell you what. Okay. Here. Very, very, we'll keep it simple. Right now we're saying that Mion should erase everything in the past. Sarah marries Avram, does a get. Then she marries Yitzchak, does a Mion. And we'll just do two more, okay? Then marries Shimon, Get, and then Levi, Mion. So right now we're saying this Mion and this Mion does not erase everything. Why? It doesn't make sense. It should. I'll tell you why. You know what we're afraid of? It technically does, but I'll tell you what we're afraid of. She marries Avram, right? Avram, they get divorced. But they had good times and they know each other. Avram says to Sarah, what, what are you doing? What are you up to these days? on Snapchat, and Sarah's like, oh, I'm, I'm married to Yitzchak now. And he's like, do me in. Right, because if they get divorced, they can't get back together. He pushes her to do me in. We're afraid that if me and will erase from relationship to a relationship, Avram, who knows her, will like convince her with his finger gestures, he'll like wink, and he'll, he'll do something that was like, you know, something that only they knew, and he's going to push her to do me in. Rendering everything in the past so they can get back together. We don't want that. We're afraid that these previous husbands are going to sabotage future relationships in order to get her to do Mian. Because if Mian erases everything in the past, then Avram can only be with her if there's Mian. If there's no Mian, he can't. That's what we're afraid of. The Gemara says, so why are we not afraid of... And by the way, we're not afraid of that happening. But why... Oh, so one last question. Why are we not afraid of in this case? Sarah marries Avram, uh, gets uh, divorced, then gets back together, does Mion, then marries Yitzchak. They can get back together. Why are we not afraid? Because over here, what are you afraid of? That he's going to push her to do Mion? They already got together and then did Mion. They've already been together twice. They've already exhausted that relationship as far as it can. But in general, we're afraid that if we allow Mion to erase from one relationship... They did Mion before she married Yitzhak. Correct. There's there's no concern. Exactly. There's no concern. And there's no concern also of her going to Yitzhak. There's no concern. Yeah, what are you afraid of that? Let's say, what are you afraid of that she'll get me First of all, it won't even accomplish anything. But also, there's no reason... Correct. Exactly. The Gemara speaks it out. The Gemara says... Because they know each other with their finger gestures and they have, you know, inside jokes. We're afraid that he's going to sabotage her future relationships, make her do me, and that'll erase everything. And we're not concerned. There's no way to manipulate in the other case. That's the Gemara's answer. So the Gemara, therefore, is actually there's no contradiction in the Mishnah. Our Mishnah, whether Mion, uh, three more minutes, whether Mion erases everything, the answer is it depends. It'll erase everything within one relationship. It will not erase erase from relationship to relationship because if it were to do that, people could sabotage the system and convince her to to do me and to end to end to to etch a sketch the situation. The Gemara says, "Here's the problem. The problem is there is a contradiction in the Mishnah, but not from what we said. But it's actually very simple. The Gemara says, Eli Kasha the Chavi the Chavi Kasha." This is the contradiction. It says, Here's the answer. This is why it's a contradiction. The first case in the Mishnah was Sarah married Avram, right? They got, div- uh, let's do Mion first, then they got divorced. Then she married Yitzchak. So we said, and then and then uh, and then divorced from Yitzchak, she can't go back because the Mion. Why do they have Mion if they're already divorced? Or oh, she married someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mion first, Sarah and Avram got married, then they did Mion, then then Sarah remarried, did a get, 
Then now she's single, so she marries Yitzchak. Gets get, she can't go back. The Gemara is saying it says that Yitzchak, her relationship ended with Yitzchak through a divorce. The implication is, what if she did miyun from Yitzchak? The halacha is that's an etch sketch and it erases everything. Then she could go back. So that's the contradiction. The first half of the Mishnah implies that if the second relationship ends with a miyun, it erases everything. But the end of the Mishnah says it ends in me, and it does not erase everything. That's the contradiction, and that's when the Gemara said, that our Mishnah was authored by the same person. Let's just finish up. Mamish, I know it's 835, I'll be down by 838. The Gemara, the Gemara ends off like this. Um, Ula Omar, Ula says another answer. The case is the reason why in the in the second in the in the first case, the reason why we don't recognize Mion is because she's divorced three times. People already look at her as an adult and we don't want the Mion to be effective. That's another answer. Okay. Now we said before that if you do Mion to the second one, whether it erases everything. It's a machleik, it's in the Mishnah, and they're not authored by the same person. The Gemara says, Mantana, who is the author of that Mishnah? So Amr Avi Damarav, Maidh Simimina Bekesev Shasinu, at Seinu Bimchir Yavayu. The Pasik describes the Pasik in Echa. The Pasik describes, I'll just quickly translate the Pasuk. The Pasik describes an Echa like this. It's not relevant, I just want to I don't want to have the The Pasik says, Our water we drank for money, our food came for a fee. It's describing a situation where we had to pay for Tyra. There's a time period in Klaiso's history, and that was when Ravakiva was in prison. That if you wanted to get Ravakiva Shailas, you'd have to pay. You'd have to bribe the guards. So the Gemara says, during that time period, this is the following Shailah that came up. The Gemara says, During when Ravakiva was arrested and imprisoned, this is the Shailah that came up. She marries the first one, ends with a get. And then the second one, she does Mion. So the question is, does the mean of the second one erase everything or not? The first half of the mission, the second half of the mission. So, they paid someone $400, a lot of money, to smuggle him in. They show us Ravakiva Besasur, and he asked Ravakiva in prison, but Osar, Ravakiva says it's Osar, meaning the mean of the second one does not erase everything in the first one because we're afraid that it'll lead to manipulation. He also said it's Aser. That's not a Shaila. Of course the Mian erases. If Mian erases a full marriage, right? This woman is rabbinically an Ashish, right? Let's assume. And Mian works. So you want to know if Mian will help for Machsagru Shaso? If Mian erases a relationship of an Ashish, It'll erase a masagrushasa. So of course it works. Once you do me and it's an etch a sketch. If me and erases everything, it, uh, if it erases an ashes ish, it'll erase, uh, erase a masagrushasa. So he says, By the way, you see from within this conversation that there's a machlekes in Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi, and Rabbi Kiva. Whether this Shaila is Mamish. So the Gemara says, actually, that was not actually what took place. Rosh Hashanah says, that was never a Shaila. You don't have to bother Rav Akiva with that. That's not, that's not the type of thing you have to ask Rav Akiva. Rather, what was the Shaila? Elekach Shalu. Harei Haisa Ishes Achi Imoi Shehi Shaniyaloi. No, it's not, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's your, it's your, it's your, uh, your uncle's wife. You have a girl who's your uncle's wife. So she married your uncle's. Okay, your uncle's wife. So, so your uncle's wife is a rabbinic pro. Uh, it's a rabbinic erva. Your mother's brother's wife is a shnia. So you have this girl who married mother brother's wife. She, 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 we would call her your aunt. Right. Yeah, a rabbinic aunt, and it ended with divorce. They get divorced. Then she marries your brother. Dies, brother dies, and she falls to you in yibum. So really, she's been married twice. She's now your, your a woman. Should you should do yibum too? But she, before she was 12, she married, she was your aunt. The question is, can you do me and retroactively on that relationship to erase it? It's very, very simple. I, I, we'll end with this. It's, it's simple. Okay? Woman, uh, Rachel marries, marries your uncle. Okay? And then uh, the uncle, divorce. Okay? They get divorced. Then Rachel marries your brother. 
marries brother. Okay? And then the brother dies. So now Rachel falls to Yunibam. So the problem is, from this is yes, but this is, she's a rabbinic erva. The question is, she was married to your uncle when she was 11. Can she retroactively now do Mion, erase this, after that divorce? Oh, after, after the, the yeah. yeah. A divorce, not yeah. together, now do me in. Yeah. Can we, do we, we allow me in? Not only are we asking her to do me in after the divorce, we're asking her to do me in after the divorce and after she married someone else to retroactively do me into the first relationship. That was the Shiloh that they asked her to keep in prison. Oh. For the rabbinic erva, in order for the mitzvah to do yibam, can we erase that first relationship? Can she just me in that relationship? Like, how do you look at me in? Is me in just like a poop? Pash does not. I would assume not. But that was the Shaila. The Shaila is like this. Right? She's your uncle's wife. She's Shniela, which is a Shnia. Then after they get divorced, she marries your brother. Umeis, your brother dies. So now she's fallen to Yibam, but she's also a Shnia. So Mao. Can she... Can she retroactively do me in? By the way, even if you don't want to marry her, but her co-wives also, but can she do me in on the first relationship retroactively? I don't know why this would work. Look, all me in is all, is all rabbinic anyway, so did Chazal allow me in after the husband's death in order to, to, to let you uh, do the mitzvah of Yibam? So, they hired for 400 zuz. No, of course not. This Rabbi Yehuda Mitzvah Mitzvah Asar. That makes more sense. Uh, we'll end with this. They hired people to go to Rav Akiva, and he said, "No, you're not allowed to do this." That's it. We'll end with this. We said before that in the case of, of but just one last one. Sarah marries Avram. We've had this many times. They get divorced. Get. Then she marries Yitzchak, and then ends with Mion. So we said, this Mion does not, it's a child in the mission of whether the Mion erases everything. Why? Yeah? No, it's two opinions. Machlokas. Let's assume that you feel that it does not. So, so Sarah can never go back to Avram. But Sarah can marry Avram's brother. Although they're technically divorced, and that should outlaw all relatives. If you remember, the mean really does work to erase everything. We're just afraid of manipulation. That should, there's no reason why Sarah can't marry Avram's brother or uncle. The whole issue, I mean, the truth is, Mian actually erases everything. It's just that if we allow Mian, then it'll lead to manipulation. Avram's going to convince Sarah to do Mian to Yitzchak. But, but the truth is, Sarah, there's no problem with Sarah marrying Avram's relatives. The Mian Taka erases everything. We just can't allow it to actualize. The Gemara says, of course, the whole problem is manipulation. Avram's brother is not going to manipulate. The answer is Mao the same You might think that if we allow you to marry Avram's brother, you're going to lead to marrying Avram. Some of the opposite, that the same way she's also to Avram, she's also to Avram's brother as well. What are you concerned about? There's no manipulation. We're concerned that it'll lead to uh, marrying Avram if you're allowed to marry Avram's brother. Yeah. Whoa.